Welcome to the Geek Sweat Podcast. We, we watch, watch films to save you hassle. It's another podcast with a filmmaking twist just for you. I am TJ and we will be bringing you hot topics in the film industry, inspiration interviews with IMDb listed filmmakers, review sweat on online series as they stream, trailer talk on upcoming feature films and cult TV perspectives on classic shows worth revisiting. Between your ears and our voices, we take this opportunity to make the most of our podcast technology from CastBox, a new app that's available via Android for your podcast and entertainment needs. It's the one-stop shop for taking your podcast on the go. Welcome back to Geek Sweats. We are here with you for more exclusive news, views and interviews. Yay! Okay, so (laughs) I am King Dom. Joining me today are Jamie. Hello, everyone. And MKH. Buongiorno. And Neo Geo on the ones and twos. We are doing sex education. Hey, that was a great, a good yeah, segue. Yeah, it's a series. We're not actually giving education. No, and we're not doing the sex in here either. Okay. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Sex education is in its second series on Netflix, and it basically follows a group of school children as they negotiate the world of sex together and with each other and with actually wait are you turning into Siri (laughs) yeah Yeah. I'm probably turning into Siri now you know what we're doing a review sweat of sex education series 2 are we doing because we don't want to do series 1 because series 1 was too far back we want to do series 2 so essentially sex education follows uh, protagonists two protagonists and uh, their names escape me at the moment. We've got... Um, Otis. Otis. Otis is the main boy. Otis is the main boy. And Otis is a very shy, geeky boy who happens to have a mother who is a sex therapist. And Otis, by dint of having a mother and a father who both do sex therapy, because I think his dad does that as well. Or his yeah. dad... Yeah. He then takes it upon himself working with a very street smart savvy uh, girl named Maeve to give sex education to the students of a high school. I'm going to call it a high school because the colours and the lockers and everything about it suggest they are definitely trying to sell this show to the Americans because I've never seen a school like that in the UK. By the way, this is based in the UK. This this series is set in the Oh, UK. yeah, it is too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and Otis is befriended by his best friend, who is a gay black um, boy by the name of... Eric Evion? Yes, Eric Evion. And to be fair, it's probably the best depiction of a gay black boy I've ever seen. Very flamboyant. Yes. Yeah. On And very not the stereotypical gay... Like- <laughs> Actually, I don't even know. That's not a gay laugh, is it? If there's ever such a thing. Okay, let me retract. <laughs> it's not the flamboyant. You're digging yourself <laughs> yeah, a hole again. It's not the stereotypical uh, gay pandering-like fairy character we, we, we've come to know. Well, there's a little bit of flamboyancy there. He, he is very brightly clothed. Yeah, but everyone's brightly clothed in that TV show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, sure. Yeah, everyone wears like yellows and reds and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but he's like multicolour. He's like... Joseph and his Technicolor dream coat. But I guess you have to if you're going to say he's a flamboyant character. He has to do the most extreme flamboyancy to out flamboyant mm. the rest of the characters. Well, you, did you have a question, Dom? Um, 
I've just remembered I've actually seen the pilot of this show. And it, it put you off for life because you didn't see the I, rest of the um, The thing that put me off, which you've already touched on, weirdly enough, is it seemed very American for a show set in Britain. And it seemed like they were pandering to the American audience. Absolutely. Because um, Americans love the British accent, don't they? Yeah, but they need- But apparently they can't comprehend of anything that doesn't look like an American yeah, high school. A, that, that, well, yeah, a- well, I mean, like, it's the same with any audience, though. You need something that you can connect with. And if everything is foreign or any, everything is kind of, you know... What about just a human connection, maybe? Is that not enough now? No, because it's TV and it's American. Very true. Uh, what I was going to say, the only thing that put me off is that I'm not sure about how I feel watching the sex lives of 16 to 18-year-olds. How, 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 how do you guys, do, do you agree? Do you disagree? Do, were, you, were you absolutely thrilled and aroused by it? Give me, give me your everything. Yeah. <laughs> I won't say I'm thrilled. I won't say I'm aroused. I'm not neither. But I do think it's one of the few programs which has actually touched very, very heavily on teenage sexuality. Because when you think about it, as a teenager, you are exploring. But you've got Big Mouth as well. The animation Big Mouth touches on... Have you seen Big Mouth? No. So that so, touched- so for a minute, I thought you said you've got a Big Mouth. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that to one I, side. I, it took me a moment to <laughs> yeah. kind of like, you want to insult me some more? <laughs> no, what I was saying <laughs> is there is an animation on Netflix, which is called Big Mouth. And that looks at, um, I think they're even younger in that animation when they talk about their sex lives and having sex monsters. They have imaginary sex monsters and stuff like that. And in fact, Otis looks like the the live action um, version of the star of <laughs> Big Mouth. It's just really weird how they, they they sunk that up. I wonder if they drew inspiration from that then. Yeah, maybe. Like, because Otis definitely has the same, like, sloping forehead and, like, yeah, it's just weird. Um, what, what, okay. Since this is a review sweat, what did you think of the casting? Interesting. Um, Who didn't you like? You know, it's not a matter of I didn't like, I like the diversity. I like the, you know, what they touch on. And I like the the subject matter that they cover as well. Because it's the kind of stuff that you wouldn't have got 30 years ago. I mean, this is in your face, you know, teenage sexuality. This is um, lesbian as a, you know, you've got lesbians, you've got gay men, you've got... um, uh, Some woman that liked to draw into galactic sex scenes. Yeah, you've got fetish. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting in terms of the subject matter in that respect. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I, I had a few laughs as well because it was kind of like... Well, it is a comedy though, isn't it? Yeah. So you supposed to have a few laughs. Yeah, so... No, the way you said it was like you were quite shocked. Like, <laughs> well, I didn't this is think... really serious, but I had a few laughs. Well, but yeah, but that's the thing, though. I mean, like, when you go by the name itself, it almost feels like it might be some kind of drama educational series, right? Mm. With, you know... I mean, it still does... It still has the teenage, teenage angst stuff. Yeah. But it's done in a very f- um, funny way. It's done in a very relaxed way. So it's not kind of like... It's wrong or right. It's just like this is teenage sexuality. This is 
what you could do in the bedroom. This I is... wish I knew all of this when I was a teenager. Yeah. Well, you never got I this. I had the best time by myself. But, you, 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 know. you, you, you never got this kind of content 10, 20 years ago. No, you know? absolutely. I will say the person that irritated me the most in series two was the guy in the wheelchair. I just didn't find him likable. Mm, I haven't finished that series, um, that season yet. But mm, I here's the thing, though, because – you know, we kind of bang on about diversity and this series definitely has diversity and it wasn't until season two that you've actually included um, the disabled. So I think in that respect, it's going in the right direction. Even though you may not find the character likeable, I think in terms of diversity, it's stepping in a good direction. Yeah, I'm not saying wheel him at the door. I'm just saying I just didn't like his, his character. Yeah. Is yeah. the I mean, actor, he is quite manipulative. He is, is the, quite a manipulative. Is the actor actually disabled? Yes. Because yes. um, in Glee, the actor playing the wheelchair-bound uh, character, the main mm. one, actually isn't wheelchair-bound. Mm. And in fact, I didn't even know that until after the series had finished. Well, to my sex education. No, I'm talking about Glee, but you oh, know that. Glee. I was <laughs> but Pay geez, attention, many years Malachi. later, yeah, I saw oh. a photo of the actor, and I was like, "What? He's been cured? It's yeah. a miracle!" <laughs> and then I realised that he wasn't actually yeah, he disabled. Got saved. Mm. <laughs> no, but the, I think this, this, the um, the actor who who plays what's his name, uh, gotten his name now. He, he is actually yeah, no, because like, if yeah. he's not, he's doing great method acting because mm. like he's twisting up his hands and everything. So. Yeah, more power to him. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying cut him out. I'm just saying he was the only character I didn't like. Uh, what did we think about um, Mul- Mulder? No, Scully. Which one is she? Who? From X-Files. His oh, mom. Oh, uh, Gillian Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. What do we think of her? Scully. Dr. Jean yeah, Mil- Scully. Milburn. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's lost a lot of weight. Jesus, she man. She just... Can we not... But Objectify women for a second, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm just saying that because you've got to realise also that women, in terms of acting, they're under a lot of pressure to look good. And in comparison to what Gillian Anderson looked before, she looks very different in this series. And, you know, she is very slim. Fair. But... Uh, you know, she puts on a very good British accent. But she is English. Oh. <laughs> That's why she can <laughs> Oh, in that case, she put on yeah. a really good American accent yeah, when she yeah, was on yeah. the X-Files then. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, I've only seen the pilot of this. Um, I wasn't hugely grabbed by the pilot. Would you say that it's a show that improves over time? It definitely is a grower and not a shower. So I would say maybe skip to the middle and you know watch episode six. Well, yeah, actually, okay. Actually, you can definitely like give this a go. Like you sat through the whole of the Irishman, so I did. Yeah, yeah so for my got, sins. Yeah, you've got no. You, you, you should You're be a sucker to, for punishment. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> I think you'll be politely surprised by this one. Okay, I'm slightly encouraged by that. Slightly encouraged. Uh, best things about the series. What is the best thing about the pilot? I don't um, know. You're... My main memory of the pilot is probably Gillian Anderson as the mother. And <laughs> that is based on the fact that, I guess, as a teenager, you would find having a very sexually frank mother excruciating. 
Oh, I thought you were going another direction. No, it's, it's glad that you clarified that. Yeah, okay. Well, what were you thinking? I thought you were going to say having a sexy mother is really frustrating. I thought you were what? just going to. <laughs> wow. That's dark yeah. and wrong. <laughs> Objectification. No, then I was going to say, how do you know your own mother's sexy? But never mind. Um, what are you going to say to that, Jamie? Oh, I... Oh, I don't know. Um, well, the title is Sex Education, isn't it? I, I'm, I'm, I'm just really um, amused by a lot of the content in, in terms of what the kids get up to. Okay, spoiler alert here. What, what, what is your take on the stereotype that the... And I hate the fact that they called him the principal. But the head teacher's son is a self-hating uh, homosexual. Bisexual. Oh, yeah, he was bisexual by the end, isn't he? Mm. Is it a stereotype, though? Yeah, I, I read an article, actually, about that being a harmful and homophobic stereotype that the guy that really hates and wants to beat up. But uh, I, I, I do yeah. wonder, though, if, if that's like a real... Um, you know, something that someone actually goes through. I'm not saying you know? it's completely unknown so, or unheard of, but I think nowadays that is that's seen as more of a stereotype as opposed to the norm. Or it might speak to someone who's in the same situation. Who, like Philip Schofield or something. I- <laughs> Keep it light. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't see any problem in that depiction? No, I don't think I did. But then I'm not in that situation. I'm not, you know, but I can see how that might be representative of someone who has been in that position. Because it's kind of like, you know, it's it's like growing up with no representation of yourself on TV. Mm. And this is an opportunity to say, okay, gay, bisexual, whatever. And I wouldn't be surprised if some people have gone through that that whole phase of I'm confused. I don't like myself, I'm afraid. And I think, you know, having – because it does have a lot of variety in in terms of the characters, Mm. you know. um, And once again, it's all about sexual exploration, isn't it? Um, I will say the first series was more about the therapy he was giving his other students, but the second series is more about his – it's about his family and his yeah, parents now, yeah, isn't it? Family, so it's, it's changed its stance a little bit, but it's still, I think, real life situations and real life problems, isn't it? But I felt like the therapy really took a backseat. There wasn't much therapizing in the, the no. show as it was, and it was more his no, mum. Well, it's moving into kind of like marital now, isn't it? Because yeah. the first season was purely high school sexuality. Mm. Second season's going into kind of more the marital problems. They expanded and, the universe. Yeah. And Still a little bit of the, you know, teenage sexuality yeah. issues, but it's, uh, it's diversifying. Can you wait for the third? Well, you have to wait, but are you looking forward <laughs> to the third series slash season? And what do you expect to see? Oh, you know what? Give or take. Um, I don't really care, <laughs> but that's mainly because <laughs> there's just so many other things coming out. Um, but I wouldn't say no to watching it. I, at the end of the day, I'm going to watch, you know, one or two episodes and go from there. Yeah. If it holds my attention, then it holds my attention. I mean, it's not every 
I mean, not, not every series that series that comes out will take me in for every season. You know, there is somewhere it's kind of like you watch one or two seasons, and by the third season, it's like, uh, yeah, kind of sick of this. But okay, maybe we could ask that a different way because um, Sex Education is a show with a bit of a buzz around it. So why do you think that is? Why why are people talking about it or relating to it? Or enjoying it. I think it all comes down to the whole exploration of sexuality. I, I think it's, you know, a topic that hasn't been in your face before. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got girls, you know, getting involved with girls or getting involved with boys and then going on to girls. And you've got boys and boys and you've got, you know, you've got all sorts going on. And they're all kind of very human in terms of sexual exploration. And I think because it's, you know, often a taboo subject as well. Is it and a well-written show? Is it credible? credible? I would say so. I would say it's a well-written show. Whether it's credible is another yeah. question. But mm. it's definitely well-written. Yeah. And, you know, I think the comedy kind of lightens it as well because, you know, there are some serious kind of, you know... Um, subject areas. Subject series. Yeah. Su- yeah, subjects in there yeah. as well, including attempted suicide and, yeah. you know, self-harm and... You know, yeah. pushy parents and all of that. So, yeah, and homophobic attacks. And yep, stuff like hom- that. yeah, homophobia. So it it yeah. deals with mm. all of that all in one show, yeah. which you've I don't think we've ever had before, have we? Not in my back catalogue, no. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's probably why, because it's kind of like no one's dared to go into that subject matter. No one's mm. dared to kind of, you know, slap you in the face with. You know the possibility that it's okay to be, you know, whatever, whatever you identify with. Uh, Dom, have we persuaded you? I think you have. I'm gonna give sex education another shot on your say so. Because you've got so much to learn. Huh? Apparently, I do. (laughs) 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 All right. So, thanks for joining me, guys. (laughs) Well, that one fell flat. Uh, (laughs) so that was another geek sweat talking about sex education which is on netflix joining me this time were mkh Uh, thank you very much for listening thank you for your contribution as ever jamie thank you good to be here again yeah so glad you could make it (laughs) and on the microphones doing the sound is neo geo take care we'll be back with more geek sweat soon